welcome to Multiversal Q. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And today we're going to be talking about a story that Devin likes and that I think's not the worst. It's good. We're going to be talking about uh, what is commonly known as Old Man Logan. That took place in Wolverine Volume 3, number 66 through 72. What do you mean commonly referred to as? That's what the name of the damn story arc is. And Wolverine Giant-Sized Old Man Logan. Yeah. Uh, which takes place on Earth 807128. Uh, written by Mark Millar, or Miller, or it's regional, so... Mark, grim and gritty, grim and gritty, grim and gritty, gets. Uh, penciled by Steve McNiven. They were the team also for the classic storyline Civil War. Uh, inked by Dexter Vines. Uh, colored by Maury Hollowell. And uh, lettered by VC's Corey Petit. And we start off with this page of Wolverine just bloody, beaten, and shambling away. From what we don't know. And then we cut to 50 years in the future, and Wolverine is a cowboy. A cowboy who raises puppies in the Old West. Yep. And Candy, and just everyone's super happy all the time, because the superheroes finally won. Yeah. Everything's bright and beautiful, and no one ever felt bad again. And the Moloids weren't horribly corrupted, yep. and I didn't have to want to really drink while rereading this series. And Yep. It's a happy series. No, basically, we quickly find out that all the superheroes pretty much in the world are dead because the supervillains finally had the smart idea to team up and kill them all. Yep, and so Wolver, so Logan is starting over is uh, starting over. He's living in a farm in Sacramento 50 years later with his uh, wife Maureen. Maureen! And his son Scott. Which I thought was a nice little touch there. He left your toys behind, soldier boy. He liked him in the end. And Jade, who I don't know if that's a reference to anything. Obviously, Damara Jade, Luke Skywalker's wife. Or he's a big fan. Universe. He was a fan of Jackie Chan Adventures. That's true. Mm-hmm. And Wolverine is trying to be... He is just trying to get by. He's trying to be a good dad despite the poverty. And he denies ever being a superhero. Yep. And Logan's worried about not having enough rent. Because their landlords are... The Hulks. Who are incestuous Hulks. Yep. Drink. Yep. Basically, yeah, you have Hillbilly Hollis. Uh, they drive around in the old Fantastic car, and, yeah, like you said, they're green-skinned rednecks. And Logan has this fantasy about killing them, but he's a pacifist now. And, and so he gets his face beaten in because he doesn't have the money. And what struck me here is that Logan is really old here. Like, it's like his healing factor has really stopped keeping him young. yeah. And, uh, I will agree that's a little confusing just because it was like, but, but he's been around for hundreds of years. And I so made a aged, note later on, so. Aged up slightly. Because, like, towards the end of this, he does start looking younger. Yeah. And his healing factor starts to kick in more. So I, I think that maybe by suppressing Wolverine, Logan is sort of suppressing his powers inadvertently. That's probably true. 
And then Hawkeye comes to show up, and he's blind now. <laughs> he's like murderous Jerry Garcia. Basically how his ponytail in there is so bad. And he offers Logan an opportunity to make $500 if he goes on a cross-country road trip, and Logan accepts. I always love, too, how when, like, everything kind of, like, falls to shit and everything, like, money, like, is completely gone. Mm-hmm. It, like, becomes, like, it becomes, like, video game money. Or, like, before, like, when the super rich people had, like, millions and millions of dollars, now if you have, like, a couple hundred, you're, like, a billionaire. Well, it's better than, like, post-World War One Germany where you'd have, like, massive stacks of Deutschmarks and you couldn't buy bread with them. Oh, yeah. And so they decide to go to the really big, nice puppy farm where there's cute puppies and candy and everyone's happy and nothing horrible happens. Haha, <laughs> JK, they're going to smuggle drugs across the country! But you know what they're going to uh, drive across the country in? The Spider-Mobile! <laughs> so once upon a time, Spider-Man needed a car, so he got a car. It could drive on walls. It could drive on buildings. It was fantastic. It lasted for, like... Ten issues. <laughs> if. Well, there was, was that good. time that that Russian spy tried to steal it. Yeah. In the Spider-Man and Human Torch series. They showed him. Good. Her. Yeah. Well, I didn't read it. Oh. Yeah. I never read that series. It was a sexy lady Russian. Oh. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And so they start off on their journey and we see a map of the United States that's been pretty much divided into large segments that really don't make sense. It's just like when we divided the Middle East after yep. World War II. Basically, you got Hulkland, Kingdom of the Kingpin, then a bunch of nothing, then Doomslayer, then after that, you kind of just go up to the President's Quarter. Mm-hmm. We'll get to all that soon. Yep. And so they end up re- reaching San Francisco, and they can't see any buildings because the Moloids, who in the Fantastic Four were servants of the moment, they're like little yellow guys who live underground. Uh, here they wipe out megacities and eat the flesh off of everyone who gets drawn in. Drink! But I do kind of like what they were saying, what the Moloids were for. They're kind of like, oh, like kind of like the immune system for the planet. Which is not an idea that I'm opposed to, like, there's a later Exile series where, like, you have all of the giant monsters from Earth, mm-hmm. like, uh, Gugam and, like, Fin Fang Foom, uh, fighting, uh, like, Krakoa and those sorts of monsters, so you have the, like, uh, monsters from outer space who are the, like, invading diseases, and then the, like, uh, antibodies that exist within Earth are their own giant monsters. And, like, that was a really cool idea, but, I mean, flesh-eating, mo- flesh-eating moloids just make me want to drink. I liked it. It was cool. And... I mean, he's, like, playing up all, like, the different tropes from, like, all the different types of, like, apocalyptic films. I know. And the hillbillies, always in there. That's yeah. always, you're, like, the bad guys. And they, they also kind of like the zombie flat zombies more or less is what the Moloids are. Or kind of. like the uh, Morlocks. Yeah. Well, not the Morlocks from the X Men. Yeah. That we don't see. But uh, 
a group of ghost riders who are street punks on motorcycles with flaming wheels, just like Ghost Rider, except not actually Ghost Rider, show up. Uh, Logan refuses to fight and gets beaten up until Hawkeye starts shooting at them because even though he's blind, he can. He can be, He basically becomes Daredevil, is kind of. Shooting Daredevil. Yeah, he's like a shooting Daredevil. He uses sound to still know exactly where people are. Twitch is like, sorry, sir, I don't think it works that way, but. And uh, Hawkeye realizes that Logan isn't lying about being a pacifist, and we see a brief glimpse of uh, Wolverine fighting a bunch of villains, and all Logan says is that they broke him. And then we enter Hammer Falls, Nevada, which used to be Las Vegas, and it's where the where Magneto and Absorbing Man had killed Thor. Yep. So, like, Mjolnir is this holy site, and it's the biggest tour destination in the world, because people think that one day the superheroes will save them. And it's pretty much a shanty town, but the higher-ups aren't really going to stop them because it brings them a lot of money. Yep. And uh, while they're in there, they run into Ultron 8, who had been trying to contact Hawkeye because he and Ultron 8's current wife, Tanya, who is Hawkeye's third ex-wife... And the and daughter Tanya, Spider-Man. Yeah, needs him because Ashley... The daughter of Tanya and Hawkeye, along with uh, her hero gang, were caught trying to take down the Kingpin. Yep. And Logan really doesn't want to help Hawkeye here because he knows he's going to have to fight or be expected to fight. So he Hawkeye, says, nah, brah, I'll do all the fighting. You drive. He offers him double pay, and Ultron 8 gives Logan an X-Men keychain. And then right there you see in the jail cell... Hawkeye's daughter. Dressed up in kind of like a makeshift Spider-Man. It's a sexy Spider-Man costume. Yeah. Which... Which you see later in the Spider-Verse comic. She returns. Did she? Yeah. Oh. I didn't... Well, I guess I... hadn't read Old Man Logan at the time, so you wouldn't have known. Did she really do anything in that? Yeah. She's in quite a bit. She's one of the people who kind of teams up more with... um, Superior Spider-Man, because she's all willing to kill and stuff. Yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't mentally store it. I don't think I've touched uh, Spider-Verse since it happened. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so they end up reaching Cedars uh, City, where the Maloids had sunk the town again, and the only survivor is a guy hanging on the cross at the top of a church. The metaphor. Yep. And uh, Hawkeye just ha- leaves them there. And they eventually reach Salt Lake City, where we see new versions of Daredevil and the Punisher, who were uh, Ashley's uh, cohorts tied up in a stadium in front of Kingpin, who in this universe is a Latino gang leader who had killed Magneto because Magneto got old. Yep. And Which, he- to be fair, Magneto is old. Well... He did get his, uh, he did get reverted back to a baby and then, uh, turned back into regular adulthood. Yeah. But Magneto's age is nebulous and confusing. And he's the one person who I think they're going to start running into a problem soon. Or they have to do something to DH him? Well, they did. Yeah, well, but, like, that, like, really sticks. It's like Magneto got turned into a baby and then he got restored by Eric the Red... He was restored to being in about his 30s or 40s, so that 30s and 40s carries over. I think Professor X is more of the problem, because he met his uh, 
ex-wife slash the uh, woman who he shouldn't have had a relationship with, who he had legion with yeah. uh, after World War Two when they were fighting Nazis in Israel. Yeah, but that they can always change. See, yeah. that's the thing. They, he's like Tony Stark, where yeah. they can keep updating that. The problem is Magneto's they cannot update because he's a Holocaust survivor. And eventually he's going to grow apart from Xavier with that age difference because they can't both be the same yeah. age. Or they would have never really run into each other, or it gets to the point where it's like, oh, you got this young kid telling a Holocaust survivor who's like, who was in his 40s, oh, no, you shouldn't seek revenge. That's really stupid. Let's go out and have partying drinks. Yeah. Sliding timelines. See, that's the thing. That's why Cap got lucky. They can just keep up on how long he was in the ice for. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Kingpin releases raptors that kill Daredevil and Punisher. And uh, Wolverine and Hawk, well, Logan and Hawkeye are driving in the spider car. Uh, they burst in through the side of the wall, and Hawkeye takes down all of the Kingpin's henchmen. Yep. And frees Ashley. Kingpin bursts in and is like, hey, what is going on here? And Ashley decapitates him. And then she's ready to kill her own dad. Drink! Because she wants to be Kingpin. Well, to be fair, I mean, he did walk out when she was three months old, so... She really would have no ties to him, really, whatsoever. Yeah, but he just risked his life to save her. And she's immediately ready to kill him. Yeah. Uh, Again, I feel like you don't watch enough post-apocalyptic movies, because... This is pretty commonplace. And... Logan ends up uh, driving in and is like... But not before we get this awesome shot of him, which basically looks like every single member of the Fast and Furious right before a race starts. Which will be posted up in the pictures. I don't think I... I may have screen capped that. I don't remember. Well, we need to screen cap it now. And, that uh, referenced. Yep. So, Logan saves Hawkeye, and then Ashley realizes what she did was wrong, and they all go to the puppy farm and have... Really fun adventures with puppies and candy, and everything is beautiful forever. Nope. Not no. even close. Ashley sends her army of uh, street toughs, who I guess are immediately going to start following her for reasons. And uh, as they're chasing... Well, she killed the leader, so she becomes the new bad guy. Just like Kingpin kills Magneto, so yeah, he becomes the new bad guy. Like, no one tries to kill her. They're all immediately following your orders. I mean, she was pretty much put into jail where Kingpin pretty much implies that he's going to rape her. He has yeah, fun plans think. for her. How do you read that as anything but torture? Or doing other things? It does not always go straight to that. He put the other two people in to be eaten by dinosaurs because it was fun for him. He doesn't seem like that. Okay, yeah. It. Yeah, so anyways, uh, a giant crevasse opens up, and everyone falls in, and Logan wakes up to see Myloids feasting on the flesh of everyone else who had been chasing after them. Drink. Then they get in the spider car, because spider car can climb walls. And they zoom, pass, zoom, zoom. And they pass through Pastepot Creek, which has dinosaurs. It uh, basically looks exactly like the scene of Dr. Alan Grant and the children running as... All the dinosaurs are running on either side of them. Uh, they go through Electroville, which has the giant corpse of Loki trapped under the Baxter building. Yep. 
and then they, uh, as they drive through South Dakota, a Venom symbiote ends up spying them, and they talk about what had happened to the Fantastic Four, because Sue and Reed are No missing. one actually knows where they are. Yeah. They were presumably dumped in time by Kang, which doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Well, Kang is a descendant of Reed Richards, so, I mean, straight up... Well, if Kang might have tried to save them. Yeah. I mean, if he did that, then they would be, like, in, like, a kind of limbo, so it would not threaten him. Mm-hmm. And they drive by Mount Rushmore, where we see the Red Skull's face has been edited. Which I'll give him props for not destroying everyone else. Yeah. Though it did remind me of uh, Red She-Hulk, where, uh, like, because of universal weirdness, uh, there's... Like, uh, Red Skull, Loki, Ultron, and Doctor Doom's faces on instead. Oh, okay. And then those faces, I believe, come to life and form, uh, like a single entity where it's a combination of all four of those villains. And that guy has not been seen again. Thanks, Jeff Parker. Nice. But then they're in Des Moines, Iowa, where it's time to start having a beer and drinking. And uh, Hawkeye notices that Logan is starting to seem more like Wolverine. Uh, Logan snaps and almost kills a guy before deciding that he needs to tell Hawkeye what happened. Flashback! Basically what happened was all the supervillains start invading the entire compound because they've started killing every single person. We see like Doc Ock, Mr. Hyde, Claw, Shocker, Mr. Sinister, pretty much everyone's there. And, and Wolverine goes on freaking huge kill spree. Yeah. Starts murking everyone. And this is where we have the uh, sort of villain's plan explained to us where they realize there are more villains than heroes. So the higher-ups organize really is true. Yeah, but most of the people don't want to live in a world where the villains would rule. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you live in a world where you've still got law and order, if people get arrested... They are not going to get the death penalty for trying to steal. But in this world, if you got caught stealing by the president or, like, his government, you would get your ass murked. Yeah. And, like, everything is scarce, and so people are going to be more protective about their stuff. Villainy can only properly thrive in a world where there are people who have enough yeah. to survive, and that's really not the case in this world. Well, Dr. Doom wants to rule the world, so... Yeah, he but Doom doesn't, doesn't make sense in this universe. Yeah, well, you don't really see him for very long. Yeah, which is another problem. But anyway, yeah, so Wolverine starts killing left and right all the people until finally there's just Bullseye left. They have a huge fight for about an hour and a half until he finally kills Bullseye. Well, just kidding, because Bullseye says, Wolverine, why did you do this? I thought we were friends. And Wolverine starts being like, huh, I wonder what the hell's going on. And then, bam, Mysterio appears. And it turns out that he had killed... Every single member of the X-Men. Including Jubilee. He was Bullseye. Drink. Drink. Because Wolverine can fight all of his friends, and all of his friends would be, be too hesitant to put him down. Which, that was the one thing I kind of drew. was just like, no. Scott Summers would yeah. fucking kill you. Yeah, no. If you like, even killed one X-Men. Like, there's that scene in X-Men, uh, like, where... Oh, totally blanking on his name. But where all the X-Men are 
hypnot or are tricked into thinking that Scott Summers is actually the Phoenix has been brought back to life. So they're going all out on her, uh, all out on Scott Summers. And Scott is holding off all of the X-Men, and that's like Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Storm. I think Rogue is there at the time. Yeah. And he is holding his own. Like, Scott Summers is a guy who will not back down. Well, it's always one of the favorite. I think it was in the Astonishing X-Men run. It was why Scott Summers is leader. And mm-hmm. Wolverine even says that to him. Because you have a giant sentinel that comes right at him. And Scott just takes his glasses off. The next panel's just red, and then the next panel, there's nothing there. <laughs> and Wolverine's like, I was cool. sometimes I always wonder why that's your leader. It's moments like this that I do. <laughs> Cyclops is an interesting character. And it all depends on who's writing him. Yeah. Because I love Scott Summers, but yeah, some people like to make him a dick. Well, he, he should be a dick. Yeah, but not to the degree that people make him. Depending. He, he... But then he also gets blamed for things way too much that, like, they're just not mean to be. Oh, yeah, like... Like, oh, you killed Charles Xavier. You're a horrible person. Jean Grey wiped out an entire damn planet of broccoli people. But bam, everyone forgives her in under two seconds. Because she was possessed by the evil Phoenix Force, and it's like... So was Scott Summers. Yeah. Like, and the only people in... He even refers to himself as Dark Phoenix at the end of Avengers vs. X-Men. Yeah, it's... God. Anyways, uh... Yes, all your X-Men are dead now. uh, Wolverine enters into a fugue state. He tries to kill himself by sitting on train tracks while a train runs over him, and while it doesn't kill him, it hurts a lot, and that pretty much wipes out Wolverine, and he becomes Logan. And uh, Hawkeye understands why Logan doesn't want to kill anymore. Yep. Uh, they keep on driving and they come to Dwight's Bridge, where it's a small black kid who makes him pay a toll because he has Ant-Man's helmet, and they imply that if they didn't pay him the 80 cents, he would uh, have the ants kill them. Well, it's more than just implied. You kind of see a bunch of bones at the bottom of... That's an implication. Dwight could be a big fan of collecting bones. That's true. Mm-hmm. And uh, as they continue to drive through, they uh, reach Doomshead, Illinois, uh, when they see uh, one of the dinosaurs of the Savage Land has been infected with a Venom symbiote. Mm-hmm. That's and, scary. Yeah. Uh, it is great. And so Emma Frost... It looks a lot like... It actually, to me, it looked a lot more like anti-venom rather than venom-venom. Yeah. Because it was white. Because of the white with the, just the more minimal black. Mm-hmm. I think that's done a bit more so you can have, like, better shading on it. And, oh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And so Emma Frost sees them being chased, so she sends out Black Bolt, who, if you don't know, his voice can collapse cities with a single word. And, like, in four-point font, you see his speech bubble where he's like, Stop. Yeah. And, like, the next panel is the symbiote being ripped off of the dinosaur. Dead. Yeah, that will show up in the uh, image gallery, because that is badass. No, it's sweet. And so uh, Emma uh, has them teleported into her base, which looks very nice. And Emma still looks very young. Uh, Emma Frost is a psychic. Uh, She's a jerk. Yeah. She's pretty much the Ice Queen of the X-Men and uh, she really doesn't care what you think. Yep, pretty much. 
and she outfits them with new gear, uh, comments on how mutants weren't really the next step in humanity, they were sort of a misstep because they stopped showing up. Yeah. And she married Black Bolt as a way to continue the mutant race and the Inhumans, and they continue on their way. And yeah, that's not who she married, dude. What? Yeah, whenever I took it, I did not take it as that that's who she was married to. Who did you think she married? Dr. Doom. Huh. Because he says, I'm a survivor marrying my husband saved a lot of mutant lives. Oh, don't give me that. You have Black Bolt on your side. To me, I didn't take that. To me, it was she already had Black Bolt on her side. Okay, I thought she had married... No, because then you see Doom immediately after just kind of staring down at them. Okay, that makes more sense, I guess. It was the very next panel, so I always took it as, no, she married Dr. Doom. Okay. And that that's why, and that there that's seems to be Doom some sort of understanding, through. yes, and that's why Doom lets them through. Okay, that makes sense, but I mean, the only other character you see really named there who was a person was Black Bolt, who was a king. So. Yo, yeah. But all that's gone now, so... Yep, so uh, she sets them on their way. They pass through Osborne County, Ohio, and then they reach Pym Falls, Connecticut, which is where Pym died. Giant Henry Pym died. She nearly got shot in the eye. <sighs> yeah. Because his glasses are broken. Mm-hmm. And they end up reaching uh, New Babylon, where they meet their contact Tobias. They find out Hawkeye was not carrying drugs. He was carrying the Super Soldier Serum, which is what made Captain America. Uh, super strong, and Hawkeye basically says, yeah, you can have this, just when you use the serum, I want to be on the team. Yep, he wants to be an Avenger. And Tobias is like, yeah, just one thing. And he pumps like 20 shots into Logan. It's and, a sting! And then he puts one in between, uh... The eyes of Hawkeye. Yeah. And that's... For well, a second, I thought that's where it ended, because on Unlimited they've got uh, the number 72 and number 73 mixed up in order. Yes. Because I think it may have been something with the release schedule, actually. No. Oh, no, they are riddled with mistakes. Yeah. If you go through, like, later. If yeah. through other series, like, I will have, like, an issue 1, 2, and then, like, 14. Or, like, that happens with Exiles a lot. Yeah, Exiles does it. Amazing Spider-Man it happens like that. No, no. It's, but, it's like, this is one of the bigger stories. It's, like, it's more of... Marvel just Limited has stuff they can do better. Yeah. They don't have enough resources to really look that up. Marvel, if you're looking to hire someone to do database management for Marvel Unlimited, I love doing that stuff. Hire me. Uh, but yeah, so Hawkeye's dead, Wolverine has been shot, and we start the next, well, the last issue of the Wolverine story, story. Yeah, with uh, Red Skull standing triumphant over, in front of the Capitol building over Steve Rogers, Captain America, and he's monologuing about how he's finally gotten his victory, and then we cut to the future with Red Skull in his trophy room where he's got all of these remnants of superheroes. So you got Silver Surfer's board, you got Doctor Strange's cloak, Spider-Man's mask, Daredevil's sticks. And he's wearing Captain America's outfit. Yeah. And Tobias comes in with the Super Soldier Serum and the corpses, which does not make sense. Why would you... 
if you don't know who the other guy is, I, I guess if they aren't expecting Wolverine, they wouldn't think about bringing him in, but, like, seriously. It, they wouldn't know who he is, though. Yeah. And he even makes a comment that he didn't know who it was. And, uh, Logan gets up, well, now he's, yeah, he's still Logan at this point. He gets up, kills Tobias, kills the henchman, and he starts to fight with the Red Skull. Uh, Skull picks up the Ebony Blade of the Black Knight. Yep. And Wolverine picks up Captain America's shield. And they're, they're fighting, and Wolverine... Knocks him down, and he decapitates him with Cap's shield. Yeah, which is pretty damn cool. Yeah. And uh, he, puts, he, up, he, he puts, puts on uh, yeah, Tony's armor and just the hell out of there. With the suitcase of money. Oh, yeah. And he flies home. He gets almost all the way there before the battery dies. Fights off two scavengers who try and steal from him. And then he gets back home. And he sees his neighbor there who tells him the Hulks came back early and killed his family. That make an example of him. And, and that's the final shot of that issue is just Wolverine just popping the claws, finally turning back into Wolverine. Because Logan is dead. Yeah. Because even up to that point, he was still Logan because he didn't actually ever pop his claws to kill Red Skull. Mm-hmm. He beat him to death with America. And so we see, uh, we open up the special with two Hulks washing in the river, and Wolverine just kills them one by one and starts going on a murdering spree. Yep. He kills Hulks at a diner, Hulks at Hefner's mansion, and he finally reaches the Banner's Lair, which is a trailer park drink. He sends in the Fantastic Arm. What are you drinking there? They're Hillbilly Hulks. Of course they're a trailer park. I'm not a fan of the idea of Hillbilly Hulks. I, I understand your point for doing that, but I guess there could have been Maybe another character who they had have hillbilly descendants, I guess. But who else would still be menacing? Like that's, I guess, the big thing. But like none of the other Hulks really Hulk out. They're just green people for the most well, part. To me, I feel like they're kind of more strong. Yeah, like they like they have like the initial strength, but they don't. Like I mean, like even like She Hulk. I mean, she can get more powerful, but but we never really see people varied. fighting back against the Hulk's descendants. Yes. Yeah. So we don't really see why... But you see them much... But they're much bigger, though. Well, no, you... But, yeah. Yeah. And they have the big uh, muscles. So, to me... So, Wolverine sends in the Fantastic Car with the bomb rigged onto it, and it wipes out almost everybody in the park. And that's the other thing. Like, they die really easily. Yeah. And uh, we see that Banner is now the scrawny old man, and he talks about mating with his cousin... Finish your drink. Because I have to get the crazy hillbilly again. And they also probably play it up to that he's also gone crazy because the radiation has, like, destroyed his brain. Drink. And so Banner... He throws a cow at him, and Wolverine kills the cow. Yeah, Banner explains that he wanted to bring Wolverine back, and then kill him because he was bored, which is why Logan's family had to die. So Wolverine stabs Banner, he turns into a massive blobby Hulk, and then Hulk eats him like Saturn devouring his son by Goya. Artistic reference. Yep. And we cut to a few hours later with Hulk waiting around with his uh, grandson, and Wolverine pops out, killing the Hulk, 
and steals Hulk's baby and sets off to bring Law back to America. There's one other Hulk who may or may not still be alive. Oh, Billy Bob? Yes. Because more important, because they keep talking about what was my favorite thing. Because what do rednecks love? Jim Belushi. Because every once in a while they keep making references like, hey, and they found some great Jim Belushi movies. In this one, he's a cop and his partner's a dog. It's just like, Jim Belushi, you're so bad. Hillbillies love their Jim Belushi. Did you ever see the Frankenhole? Where it was uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, except it was uh, Jim Belushi and John Belushi. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Frankenhole was great. It was the same people who did Moral Oral, except it was like uh, paper puppetry. Oh, okay. And Jesus was a major character. I did. I always liked Moral Laurel. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so Wolverine sets off to bring Law back to America. And I think there may be one or two small cameos where we see old man Logan. But more recently, he's shown back up in Secret Wars. I think he did, actually. Like, showing up? I don't think he showed up anymore after that. I think it was kind of like his one thing. To Dr. Internet. Yep. Take us away, Dr. Internet. Uh, he has had 23 appearances. Uh, he showed up in Superior Spider-Man. Uh, like, a lot of these were small cameos. Oh, okay. Uh, Age of Ultron, he had a cameo. Uh, he was an all-new X-Men uh, annual Volume 1, Number 1. He showed up in Fantastic Four for a few issues. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, you know, they deal with a lot of uh, universe-ending stuff. Yeah. Uh, he was in Fantastic yeah. Force. Well, I mean, he was, like, one of the most popular characters to come out. Yeah, like, this was... Memory. Like, this was huge when Mark Miller did this. Yeah, this was a very popular universe. And... So he's going to have his own series, post-Secret Wars, written by Jeff Lemire, who, like, I, I'm divided on how I feel over this, but Jeff Lemire is a guy who I think could do it very well. For me, it's, I think it did, like, I think Mark Miller did, like, a great job of, like, this great one-off story, but it was just, like... You don't need more. Yeah, like, I mean, he is going to go off and kill the other guys, like, we Mm -hmm. got it. Well, I mean, what do you think would happen after this? Because pretty much... Doom is not really going to be doing more stuff. I mean, Doom understands his place. He understands how to rule the people. Yeah. I think he may start to possess the landscapes around. Yeah. Uh, Especially now that the president's dead. Yeah. I'd vote for Doom for president. I'd vote for Doom president. You don't die when Doom's president, at least. No, I mean, at least his people were protected Mm -hmm. and safe. Yep. And they had the illusion of being healthy, though it doesn't really make sense when you think about uh, Emma Frost's appearance on Secret War, Old Man Logan, where she's pretty much alone and dying. Yeah. But well, that was, I guess, the other problem, too, is what yeah. this was. They're yeah. playing off things. Yeah, there was weird... Well, and Doom's things. not there anymore. Because mm-hmm. he wouldn't be in that universe. Uh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. So it also... They would also have to, like, he would also have to wipe Emma's memory of that as well. Yeah. And, like, what I had commented on, uh, like, at, at the end of the series, Logan is looking younger. Like, there is a bit more color to his hair. Yeah, And he doesn't up. seem as old. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, and he's got more black hair now. Mm-hmm. 
Which is like, because he's Logan again, he's got the healing factor. That's the only time they made him look in this thing, too, because he looks a lot like um, Clint Eastwood from the film Un- um, Unforgiven. Oh, yeah, no, the art in this is beautiful, and I mean, there was a lot of panels that... Niven knows what to do. Yeah, like, there's a lot of uh, panels that I won't include just because of how mature they are. Yeah. Yeah, it's something where your mileage may vary on it. Devin loves it. I'm less into it, but Millar... I also like Mark Miller, so... Yeah, he is divisive between us. Uh, we did get a reader question in from Jeff Stellark, nice. the other Jeff on Twitter, who asks, what other hero should be Old Man Logan? And as I was actually think about that, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it would work for almost any hero, like yeah. Old Man Doctor I think, Strange. Well, that was actually, he was one of the people's, him and Tony Stark were the two who I thought could have a cool Old Man Logan type thing. Though, I mean, is Old Man Logan just the adventuring through the post-apocalyptic world, or is it them sort of living with their legacy? Because we sort of did get the old man Tony Stark in the one issue of uh, Iron Man, that Fraction did, that no one what was going on. Yeah, that no one has any idea what the hell's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Even those of us who read the entire run. Well, we can invite uh, Matt Fraction onto the podcast to explain that. That's true. Because it's an alternate universe. It's true. No, we should explore that one at some point. And if we can't get him, we can ask Chip Zdarsky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see old man Chip Zdarsky. Yes, oh, that'd be great. But no, yeah, a lot of characters I think would be good with... Well, yeah, I mean, Strange, I definitely think. Even just him like, using magic like in a mm-hmm. post-apocalyptic world. I personally was kind of looking at it using their powers in a... Like, yeah, in a post-apocalyptic situation. Well, like, would Strange be a magic apocalyptic world where, like, he wasn't able to stop the magic universe from ending in, so there's, like, mindless ones all over? Like, that would be awesome. For me, for Tony Stark, it was more, for me, I would like to see it's, like, where basically, like, all technology is gone. So it's a world... Yeah, it's just, like, him trying, like, fumbling to make, like, things, like, where, like, electricity and all that is gone, much like here, Mm -hmm. in some of the cities. Because really most of them didn't have electricity except for Emma had electricity and you know, the presence area also always had it, but... And I mean, there have been... A not f- West. There have been a few other similar series, like there was Spider-Man Rain. Yeah. And uh, there was like the last X-Men story and... Well, they did a la- the, the ends for everyone. Yeah, for uh, there was like a Warren Ellis one that he did where I think it was the... Uh, Avengers, and it's very similar to this in you got horrible shit going on, except it's a lot more cynical, and mm. it's the part of Alice that isn't really a big superhero guy. Yeah. Or, or it may have been Garth Ennis, one of those two. And, yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of other people. I think uh, Old Cat and Carol might be interesting. That would be good, too. Like, sort of a world where She's gotten her life living among the stars, but it's all about how empty it is out in space. Yeah. And maybe there's been, like, a massive galactic war that's wiped out planet to planet, so she's trying to find a world that she can have that's worth protecting. Yeah. And there's, like, armies of dire wraiths and brood and... Or maybe, like, a... Oh, the brood. Yeah. Just something parasitic... And, like, she ends up on Ego, the living planet. 
that I'm just pound around. Well, or she doesn't realize that it's ego, and so it's like this universe is constantly messing around her, messing with her mind, and so it will be like, oh, she thinks she's gotten back to her hometown and it's in perfect order, and then like she goes to bed feeling that she's safe, and then like the next morning she wakes up and all of it's gone again. Yeah. That would be horrifying and depressing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But what we're looking for. But yeah, let's talk now about for the last little thing about how Hugh Jackman keeps trying to tease that this is going to be what Wolverine 2 is going to be based on. Uh, yeah, let's talk about all of the X-Men characters who have specific roles in this. Uh, you have Wolverine, who shows up. Jubilee has, is the only one of the X-Men who actually has a line. And, uh, yep. We're done. <laughs> it was just like, what I keep hearing that was like, I mean, let's think about who plays huge roles in this storyline. Hawkeye does. Spider-Man's daughter plays it, which they don't have the rights to. The Hulks, which they don't have the rights to. Red Skull, which they certainly don't have the rights to. Basically, everyone. Uh, oh, Emma Frost. Oh, yes. They have Emma Frost. Uh, now, what I think you could do... Is something that they're sort of doing with uh, the Secret Wars uh, E is for Extinction series, mm-hmm. where it's a world where mutants have more or less replaced the humans, and so it's looking like it's the sort of old X-Men going against this new new generation. And like that, I would love to see where they bring in some of the really weird Morrison X-Men, like Blob Herman yeah. and Quentin Quire actually being done correctly. In X-Men 3, there was a kid who was Kid Omega. Oh, uh, well, the X-Men 3 doesn't count for anything, because they also claimed that Psylocke was in it, and that was bullshit, too, so... Yeah. X-Men 3's not in continuity anymore, so... Thanks. Thank you, Brian Singer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it... I think he's using it because it's one of those stories that people know, and it gets people I mean, excited. if you're talking about, like, him, like solo stories it's probably it's one of the most famous ones but at the same time Mark Miller is also sort of heading up the X-Men and Fantastic Four divisions so it could work that way yeah so I mean he has at least maybe the potential to like kind of like guide them with a bit more of like maybe use these characters you couldn't guide them away from using a really shitty Doctor Doom design yep man can only do so much you know what the best part of that movie coming out is going to be when it fails. No. When we get to do the episode where we cover what if the original Marvel bullpen were the Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. That one is a good issue. We should also do a what if we just make up on ourselves, which is what if Marvel actually had the rights back to Fantastic Four and had made this film. And this is where I cue the uh, Fantastic Four music that I used back in the first episode. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we need to put this universe onto Trials of the Multiverse. Earth 807-128, and as much as I don't like it, I do realize it's a good story in a well-defined universe, so let's start it off around the number 8 spot, better or worse than Scroll Deators. Which one? Oh, Scroll Deators? Yeah. It'll be better. Better or worse than Thunderworld? Um, it'll be right around there. Uh, I'm good putting it under Thunderworld and above Scroll Gladiators. Yeah. Because it's a lot of fun world, but I, I like having mostly positive things on our list. So That's not how everything works, Luke. 
I know. Sometimes you end up getting hypnotized into killing all the X-Men. Yeah. Oh, bam, right there. You got another problem there. Who's going to hypnotize Wolverine? Because they're not Mysterio either. Evil or Frost. But she's good. But then they would then if that was the case, Wolverine would just flat out stab her if they crossed her again. Uh, chances are they'll probably introduce a bunch of the really forgettable apocalypse, like side characters in X Men Apocalypse, and then they can use one like Mesmero. Yeah. Or Hypnosio. Or Mesmero's or, daughter, Lady Mesmero. Or you know who they need to put in? Sauron, the pterodactyl. Actually, Sauron would be cool. Yeah. But they won't probably. Wolverine 2 is just Wolverine fighting Sauron like through an entire city it's like one of the uh, family guy chicken fights Yeah. except it's an hour and a half long and it's just you've Wolverine you've already lost me there second, just said one of the family guy chicken fights and I was like oh. in that it's a fight that takes place and it's just a continuous fight sequence because remember how that was literally one quarter of the Simpsons family guy crossover no because I didn't watch that I did and I hated every moment of it and I knew I was going to, but... Well, Devin, you're foolish for still watching The Simpsons. I watch The Simpsons every Sunday, and it's the greatest. The new season was good. You keep saying that, Devin. Oh, but what's it called? Actually, they did announce who are going to be the horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, I, you, you lost me. Let's try and wrap this episode up before we get caught up with you talking about Simpsons stuff. Well, no, uh, we're talking about the four going to be the horsemen for X-Men Apocalypse. Oh, oh. That's what I was saying. They've revealed who the four of them are. Ooh. It is going to be Psylocke will be one of them, Magneto will be one of them, Archangel will be a thing, and Storm is going to be one of them. Yeah, uh... I think you got some cool... Like, possibilities there. Yeah, part of it's similar to the uh, X-Men Evolution Horseman. Yeah. Except for Psylocke. Yeah. Because, I mean, you got to get classic Archangel. Basically, Angel's the one that they needed to have in there. Yeah. Because Archangel's pretty much a staple of the X-Men now mm-hmm. at this point. But, and uh, also, he's better than regular Angel because regular Angel's worthless. <laughs> hey, regular Angel can dodge things in the air. And at sometimes carries a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> or partners yes <laughs> or then he gets his awesome razor wings which is what everyone wants with toxins and the death seed and all that other confusing yeah. stuff uh, yeah next time on Multiversal Q uh, is it another Exiles episode? yeah it's another yeah. Exiles episode it's another Exiles episode what happened in the last one? Last Exiles was we gotta kill. Oh right, it's going to be a bunch of uh, one shots plus a uh, random X Men uh, issue that is not Exiles, but it's about the Exiles. Yes. So uh, we will see you then. Uh, after that, we're revisiting Mark Miller for a story I enjoy a lot more by him: Superman Red Sun. Basically, what a Superman was a Soviet Russian. Which is a lot of people's favorite Superman story. Because a lot of people are wrong about Superman. Superman kind of sucks. But we'll also be having a slight little spin-off mini-sode called What If Luke Got to Watch for the First Time the Batman vs. Superman trailer and the Suicide Squad trailer and reacted to it. 
Until that bonus mini-sode, this has been Multiversal Q. You, you can, can find contact us. us by emailing us at multiversalq at gmail.com on Facebook or Twitter. You can find Luke personally at, at Coltreg, K-O-L-T-R-E-G, and me at Fredo Fett, F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. Until next time, peace. Crush, kill, destroy everything. This is a puppy farm. I need the puppy farm.